Welcome back, listeners, to Grind Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, This week, we just cover life auditioning over Zoom. First, for us in our careers, um, the connection we didn't know we had about our grandmothers, and our most embarrassing audition stories. So thank you for listening, and let's get right into it. Bye. Hello, everybody. Hey. This is Gabby. And Alyssa. And you're listening to Grind Podcast. Woo, 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 woo. Gabby, it's episode 17. How? How, how, how? Like, what in the world? (laughs) I don't know how we got here. Like, it's Groundhog Day, so. Literally, it still feels like 17 weeks ago. (laughs) I know. Nothing's changed. Like, actually, I'm in the same spot, looking out the same window. Um, Nothing changed. Wait, stuff has changed. We have a new president. Yes. I will never tire of uh, seeing that. Oh, man. (laughs) It's so exciting. I was in Georgia this week, and it kept saying, like, Biden won Georgia again. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, true. I'm uh I'm writing postcards. Actually, I was just writing some today to Georgia so they can vote for the two senators to be in Congress. So then it'll lead it'll lean Democrat. So I sound like I know what I'm saying, but I really don't. It's a lot of political stuff. Thank God I know people who like are a little bit smarter than me when it comes to politics. So I'm like soaking it in as much as I can. But um. Yeah, Georgia is the hot spot right now, so that's pretty cool. And you were just there, so synchronicity. Yes, and it literally was a hot spot in the sense that the weather was so nice. (laughs) It was like 70 degrees. I was there for five days, and it was 70 degrees. Wow. We did a bunch of, like, nature stuff, like, none of that inside, blah, blah, blah. It was nice. It was all nature, like, walking, fresh air. I was very happy. What is all of that? <laughs> literally, literally. I was like, maybe I'll move here after quarantine's done. Ooh. Who knows? Hmm. There you go. If you're working virtually, that's the benefit of right now. We can see what we can do virtually. And also, like, if you move to Vermont, they will pay you, I think it's $1,000 if you have a remote job. So you have to work virtually, but they, like, are looking for people to just move there and work from home from there so. what okay so jk scratch that i'm moving to vermont but it's cold <laughs> yes uh. <laughs> so gabby how are you doing um we, we we check in but we like to save our like good talks for these recordings yeah i'm doing well um like i said i just was i just got back late last night slash early this morning And already today, like, it's been a day full of, like, I did a bunch of, taught a bunch of lessons today, and then we're doing this, and then I have um, a rehearsal tonight, and, like, I'm back in the swing of things. (laughs) Wow. So those five days off were nice, but now it's, like, this week I have a lot to do, so, yeah. Can't complain. How are you? Yeah, you know, it's all here i'm not really rehearsing for anything but there are some auditions happening like in the commercial world and stuff and i had a call back this morning for one so that yes. was cool 
Yeah, they did a whole thing on Zoom and it was all virtual. And I like, I loved it. Like, I hope I can always audition and be called back like that. I was right in my room, you know, put some sage. I saged before I had my call back. And it was actually great. Like, they were, you know, one thing actually I want to like throw into here is I love how right now we're putting emphasis on like really asking how people are doing. And they even did that. Like they said, how are you doing? Like, how are you really? And I was like, whoa, you mean I can get real with you right now with like the casting people right now? And I and I did. And I was like, I'm actually really excited for this callback. Like, I'm I'm excited that you guys found a way to make this all happen virtually. And that was like a cool way to just like, you know, break the ice right at the start. And um you know, I'm like, I always preach, I'm all for like auditioning and being in stuff, literally doing anything that you feel right with and aligned with. And this callback this morning felt that way with me. So that's cool. Some people are in the mindset where they're not even looking at actors access or anything. That's cool too. But um, it was cool to see some humanity in the audition grind, you know? I love that. Also, just so everyone knows, Alyssa's first commercial premiered last week, which is very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so I hope that this is your second commercial. Thank you. That was cool. That was like, it was for Citizens Watch, um, a, a new smartwatch commercial. I mean, the process to get that, Gabby, was like, I was on Actors Access. I applied. I didn't even audition or do a callback. They were literally like, Maybe it's because they're on a time crunch. They were like, uh, are you free this Thursday? Sure, I'm free this Thursday. And I drove up and it was in New Jersey. It's like an hour long of, of a process. And the commercial came out nice. And the guy kind of looked like my husband in a way. So it was pretty easy to get into character. <laughs> we had to like be in the kitchen dancing um, while we're like making food. And I was like whoa this is real weird he kind of looks like chiago so that is literally the dream <laughs> i know the I was... dream i'm hoping more like honestly after all this is done i'm hoping now that we see that things can be easier that they just become easier and yeah. that more processes are like that processes whatever however you say it i hope that more of them are like that they might be you know like especially with the zoom audition the callback that i had this morning there were people from, I'm guessing, a bunch of different places because they were all on Zoom in their houses. Um, I don't know if they were cross-country or what, but I would not mind that. I have a good setup now, which is the reason maybe why I'm at, I was like ready for it and at peace. I got this backdrop, um, which was kind of an investment, but honestly, it's the best investment I've ever made because my biggest annoyance with auditions or like doing the self-tape is like my room or like cleaning up where am I gonna find the wall where am I gonna get the lighting so these are my two my two things my three things I have my computer my backdrop and like a ring light and that is it uh I was just telling Gabby before this that I had a week and I think a lot of my friends have been having ever since the elections we've been in a weird kind of mood feeling all the feels plus I think it was just yesterday that like they are the Republican Party is accepting or officially you know transferring 
everything over to Biden. So it's still not done. But that's politics. But if you've been in a funk, know that a lot of people have. Except Gabby, actually. You've been in Georgia and traveling with nature. <laughs> what the hell? None of my theories make sense anymore. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> LOL. I I'm mean, you came listen, back. I, was I have my days. <laughs> like, I have... My days are on and off. I've been finding joy in, like, things that I'm wasting my money on. Like, I've been splurging on things, just spending money I don't have. But it's been nice. Like, I subscribe to the... You you know those beauty box subscriptions? Like... Yes. I, I subscribe to three of them. So I'm getting, like, all this face care and makeup and... Like, I've learned to, that's one thing I've learned to do during the quarantine is, like, my makeup. I've learned to do it really well. So, like, when I am auditioning and stuff, that's another thing that, like, will, I mean, not that I'll have as much time. Because once I'm back in normal life, I'm sure, even, like, even if it's not as hectic, I'm not going to want to do my makeup for, like, an hour. But, like, yeah, it's been nice. Like, I've learned to do makeup. And so I'm getting all these, like, uh, mascaras and this face cream and like all this stuff to try, which has been super fun. And I, I just recently got into, um, what is it? What is it called? The, um, the meal, the meal things like HelloFresh, but I subscribe to three ones. So HelloFresh and then two other ones. So like they deliver all your ingredients and you cook like fresh ingredients and you cook the meals and you pick which ones you want to cook each week. So that's been fun. (laughs) Oh my god. That makes me feel happy, but yeah. It's and now I'm happy because my little sister's back, who everyone knows is I'm obsessed with, and she's mm-hmm. back um for break, so she'll be back basically until the end of January. Yeah. So yeah. You know, trying to find it. But I understand like some days or not even days, some weeks, it's like too much. So I totally understand how you feel. Like the burnout is real. I know. But yeah, I mean, this is a good time for us to discover like how to really take care of ourselves. And I'm actually excited for when the grind comes back or whatever that looks like and whatever, because I feel like we're just going to be so much more aware of ourselves and like what we like. And I definitely know that I need I need a lot of inner time like with myself. Like I'm kind of an introvert, which I didn't really fully know. So, um, and I love candles and incense and I'm looking at a candle right now and, um, yeah. Have you seen, are you subscribed to Bath and Body Works? They have candles. Their candles are on sale all the time and they have amazing candles. I should, I don't know why I never thought about doing that. Yeah. Literally. If you join their mailing list, I kid you not, there's a discount every two days. Like there's some big sale happening and most of it is transferred to online, obviously, um, but yeah, like they've been having a lot of candle sales, like three wick and single wick candles and their candles smell so good. Oh. So you might want to look into that. I'll let you know next time I get a notification about it because you don't have to be a member of anything to get it. You just have to go to the website. Oh, I already signed up. I, I did this as you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it. Like I've been, cause that's another thing that I've always kind of been into, but really this time too. I'm really into like fragrant fragrance. (laughs) I'm really into fragrance, um, and like that's why I can't wait till I'm like rich and famous, uh, because I'm gonna start my own perfume line. (laughs) 
I don't have to be rich and famous to do it. I could do it now. But anyway, my point being, I love mixing scents together to create a new scent. And, like, my favorite comment is, like, when someone's like, you smell good, like, I literally will marry them because thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You just made my life. Like, that's all I care about. So, yeah, I've been doing that. But the point of this rant is that, yeah, I've been um, buying a bunch of perfume. And some of them have been from Bath & Body Works. Like, I've gotten some really nice ones. And just, I subscribed... uh, I'm really sorry. My phone is blowing up right now. Hold on. <laughs> it's the Broadway. Um, so one of my subscriptions, I subscribe to this thing where you get a new perfume every month. But here's the kicker. On the advertisement, it said that you get 127 sprays per month. So I thought they meant like they were sending us samples of sprays, like different perfumes. They literally meant like spritzes, <laughs> Like, the sample size you get will spray 127 times. I was like, (laughs) I'm canceling this. But by that point, I'd already sent my money. So I got my first one. It was Oscar de la Renta something or the other. It smelled really good. But I canceled my subscription. I'm not paying 20-something a month to get one sample bottle when, pro tip, you can get samples from perfume.com for, like, $1 to $2. What? Is yes. Website. So I'm like, uh, why would I pay twenty for a sample bottle? Like, no, thank you. <laughs> Whoa, people are about to oh get God. samples for Christmas. Right, <laughs> literally. Like, if you all want health and well, not health. I take that back. Beauty, because health ain't anything. I eat too much, but <laughs> beauty and fragrance hit me up. I got, I got the juice for y'all. You're so the, like, yin to my yang. Because I am, I know nothing about beauty, and I'm all health. Like, literally, it took me a lot of work to put on mascara this morning. I would, I would just, I would just love to just be completely natural and, like, not even wear a bra and, like, all that stuff. But, but, you know, that's why I have you. Because you're, like, you balance me out, you know? I mean, also, listeners, if you've never seen Alyssa, though, she's, like, literally one of the most stunning people ever, naturally. So that's why she didn't need beauty. (laughs) She's literally, like, gorgeous. So that also might be why. But the health probably has to do with that. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) I'm just saying. Just saying. Very beautiful woman. Did I tell you my mom said that about you? I don't know why you were on my screen. I guess I'm just, like, obsessed. But you were, like, on my screen one time. And mom's like, who is that? Because she's never seen you. And she was like, she's gorgeous. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Mama. Mama. Like, she lo- and she lo- I told you she loves you. Like, she listens to this. And she's like, I love her. I like her a lot. She's so sweet. She's just so excited about life. Like, I love it. But... Anyway, I what what else is new? What's what hot? Else? What's popping? I don't know. You know, I was just talking to you about how me and Chiago discovered the love languages, and you know what? This is a good segue into that. So there's like the five love languages. It's a book. I literally didn't know much about it, but my friend was like, "Look into it." And there's you you could do a quiz online for free. So apparently, these are the five love languages: words of affirmation physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. 
So like, this is how you interpret love. You know, if somebody gives you like a physical touch, some people are all about that. They'll be like, oh my God, he loves me. You know, not really. It's, it's a lot more than that. Um, you can look it up online and be like, talk about it. Um, mine apparently is acts of service, which makes so much sense. Um, and Chiago's is quality time. So like uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one -on -one time is critical. Um, that makes so much sense. And now that I know that, I understand that this Christmas time com coming up because we are all anxious about gifts and like, uh, like I don't know what to do. I don't have a lot of money, but I want to, you know, I want to give people gifts, but are gifts really important? So learning this, actually, you can learn what would make sense and like what actually is a gift for people in these different categories. So Tiago, my husband, he would like, he literally doesn't care for gifts at all. He would rather us just have a day where we just watched movies together or like walked in nature. So it's good to know. And Gabby, I wonder which one you are. Hmm, I feel like, I feel like you might be receiving gifts. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. None of them are words. Wait, what are the five? Tell me the five again. Okay, so words of affirmation. And that means like encourage, affirm, appreciate, empathize, listen actively. Like that's like how you perceive like love, you know, that's the number one. Cause you can have a little bit of each number two, physical touch. Number three, receiving gifts. And they don't have to be like paid. It's just thoughtfulness. Make your spouse a priority, speak purposefully. Um, so it's not really about money. The next one, number four is quality time. And number five is acts of service. That's mine. So it says, I'm, I'm looking at a chart, how to communicate would be like use action phrases like I'll help or they want to know you're with them or partnered with them. And I can totally see that for myself. And that's how I communicate love. Like, I'll be like, I got you. I'll do this for you. You know, that makes sense. I think out of those, just knowing, you know, self owning my flaws, it's probably quality time. Hmm. Like, I'm just someone who needs to like feel like I'm a priority and like I don't even I mean I guess quality time but it doesn't always mean like physically being there because like I mean I was in a long distance relationship so that wasn't a thing but like quality time is like making a time for a FaceTime or making time if you are with that person to just like sit and be with each other but maybe not I don't know I'll take yeah. the quiz and see that makes sense that makes sense you are definitely like that like you like to plan a time and we'll do this thing and it's going to happen. And it's, it's not like, like even with this podcast, it wasn't like, let's, eh, let's maybe do it. It was like, you made a date and we're doing it and we're putting everything aside and, hmm, you know, like we're like, this is it. Like, this is, this is your, your love to the world, you know, cause it goes both ways. So I could see that. I thought that mine was receiving gifts. And because I love like when Chiago gives me like a little thing from like the dollar store or something or like, you know, it could be literally anything. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's giving me more expensive things, but it doesn't even really matter. Like, <laughs> I said dollar store because he did do that recently. <laughs> I'm, I'm cracking up that you put that uh, disclaimer on there. <laughs> Dollar Tree Ooh, is that's hilarious. <laughs> Dollar 
Dollar Tree is where it's at, man. It is. I love the Dollar Tree, man. Like, you can get everything. And then I found out recently, because, well, not recently. This, what am I saying? It was two years ago. But anyway, you can order, like, the dollar store, the Dollar Tree will deliver to your house. You just have to buy larger quantities. But, like, I like I had a group of show choir kids, and so each year I gave them a gift, and I bought them, like, personal mirrors that they had, like, mirrors that stood up so the kids all had places to look to do their makeup before competition. And I got it from the Dollar Tree. Like, they deliver to your door. You just what? have to have a large quantity. So if you can get, like, a people in your family who all want something or a group of people who live close to you or whatever, you can get it literally delivered. Oh, man. I'm looking at their website right now because, you know, I'm fast like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's amazing. They have, it says, $1 holiday baking supplies. They literally have, like, a pie, the pie crust. They have, like, the sugar, the pumpkin thing. And the apple in a can. And you can make apple pie for like four bucks. I love this. I'm obsessed. See, I'm, I have nothing to do but look on things online. <laughs> and even like I have a wish list of things where I'm just like, okay, like once I make this amount of money, then I'm going to buy this. So like I have a whole list of things, but I have all these sites and this like in my arsenal to just pull out and buy things I don't really need, but whatever. I mean, I guess receiving gifts for myself is my self-love language. <laughs> yeah. Ordering gifts. That's why I was going to say receiving gifts for you, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I have something, and I think we should start doing this every week. Okay, so two questions for you. Question number one. What was the highlight of your week last week? This is a good one. Maybe my commercial coming out. Like, for sure, for sure that. That was pretty cool. Because honestly, I didn't tell anyone because I've had experiences where I've shot for things, um, spent the whole day shooting, and then they cut the whole thing out. So I didn't tell anyone about this, but it came out. And like, so many people commented on my Instagram. That's where I put it just supporting me like so many people um it made me emotional <laughs> uh like people i even like admire that i didn't even think followed me so you know that was really cool but on a smaller level because like that's cool but that's like so rare and like well let's talk like realistically uh um last week me and Chiago, oh, we went to this local farmer's market, and then we went to two other farmer's markets we just knew were in the area and we always wanted to check out. And he's he likes quality time. So that was, like, it was so cool. It was so fun. We got, like, all this vegetables, and then we made dinner for the family. So that was cool. What about you? Um, the highlight of my week last week... Um, probably reuniting with, like, my childhood best friends and, like, my second family at the end of last week. It was so nice to see them. I only got to see everybody for a little bit because they were going, like, when we were coming, they were going. But I hadn't seen them in two years, like, literally almost two years to the date. So it was just nice to see the people I've known in my whole life. 
I'm thinking, was there anything else? No. I feel like that was definitely the highlight. That's huge. That's like, that's a huge deal. Especially right now, I feel like, you know, some people aren't, I, I haven't talked to some of my family members, or I really haven't seen them because we don't really like talk on the phone, which we probably should. It was always in, in person kind of things and everyone's kind of in their little homes, um, you know, quarantining themselves and stuff like that. So I haven't really seen too many people, but like, that is so huge, Gabby. That's awesome. And then I have a second question. Okay, so my second question for you is, what are you looking forward to for this week? This week, can I just tell you that I have to pull up my calendar? Because <laughs> I'm like, what is this week? What day is it? Um, oh, okay. So Thursday is Thanksgiving, um, which I think that holiday is like ridiculous. And I'm all about it being renamed and all those things. So I've been doing a lot of research on like Thanksgiving and the origins of it and all that stuff. So obviously, but you know, putting all that aside, it is going to be a really nice day. It's just going to be me, my mom and my husband in our house. Cause my brother has to go to work and my stepdad is um, going with his, his daughters. Um, they're, they're all hanging out. So it'll just be us. And like, these are the two, rocks that I have in my life my husband and my mom and they like get along great and we always laugh together so I am so excited we're all vegan so we're gonna have a tofurkey um <laughs> which it actually tastes really really good um and I'm just excited to just like watch movies or like I feel like I'm gonna be a kid again with like my mom and like my best friend coming over and like having Thanksgiving you know what about you um, what am I looking forward to this week? Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, uh, being able to spend time. I mean, I love my family. I'm with my family all the time, but specifically with my little sister, cause she's back and it will just be the family. Because we're all, of course, you know, trying to be socially distanced from the outside world. So it'll be nice to spend, like, quality time with all five of us because it always is, like, the four of us. Oh, that'll be so nice. Yeah, it's like this Thanksgiving, we're made aware of the issues with the holiday. But at the same time, it's quarantining and everything's different and there's a lot of crap going on. But it is nice to have a day where we're like, let's put this aside and let's like spend quality time together and actually give thanks. I don't think I, I think I was like much older in my life when I was like, oh, the words are Thanksgiving. Okay, I see what we're doing here. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you ever have words like that where you're like, it's just called Thanksgiving. It's just called Valentine's Day. I don't know. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is Thanksgiving giving like we should actually be grateful I don't know <laughs> no I feel you I mean yeah like it's a weird thing <laughs> like the whole concept is like the idea is great but like the history behind it not so much um so yeah <laughs> okay well on a fun note so we talk a lot about, like, you know, 
the reality of the industry and, you know, which is important because there's a lot of stuff that goes on and we want to make sure people are aware. But obviously there's some good parts of it too where we wouldn't be doing it. So I think we should talk about those things today. But one thing I want to talk about, I can't, I think, no, I don't think we ever talked about it, but we planned it, but we didn't. So, um, what is your funniest audition story? Mine was for, <clears throat> I'm not going to say the name because I don't want this casting person to remember me because it actually was for like one of my favorite shows. And then they did a revival of it and it was like amazing. But anyway, so, okay, Lesson 101 listeners, make sure that you're ready for auditions. Like, be prepared, be prepared, be prepared. I was not prepared <laughs> at all. I decided I was going to print out my music like 30 minutes before. I don't remember why. There's not really an excuse for it. Like, I knew the audition was that day. I should have been prepared. So I printed out this song, but didn't realize that I had transposed the key so it wasn't in that original key, like the version I always do, because I couldn't find the copy. So I print it out. Don't even look at it. Don't even check to see what key it's in. Go in, somehow get seen. This was like an equity audition. I got seen. Give it to the pianist. <laughs> and he starts playing it. And I was like, oh, this is like higher than I remember. <laughs> and you know how like, People, like, really encourage what's called screlting, which is, like, belting, but, like, it sounds good and it's powerful. I was literally just screaming. (laughs) I was belting, but it was so high that I didn't have control over those high notes. So it literally was just, like, screaming. And I literally could physically see the casting director's shoulders, like, going up, and she was, like, rolling her neck. And she literally was, like, Thank you. Like, through clenched teeth at the end. (laughs) Like, this forced and manic smile. And I'm so sad because it was, like, one of my dream shows. And, like, like, and when it came out, I was like, dang. Like, I found that they really were casting from there because, like, people got hired from that audition. Dang. (laughs) I was like, dang, man. But, I mean, that just shows you. You got to be prepared. (laughs) You just got to be ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like something I would never, you would never do now. Like, you're so on your shit that I'm like, I can't even imagine you telling me that you did that. Um, Literally. <laughs> you're like, That's why. <laughs> um, I guess mine is. I have two, but the one is because I just was not prepared. Like, I really want to be Sophie in Mamma Mia. Like, I really want to be that role. And, um, like, last audition rounds, like, you know, before where we are now, uh, everyone was doing Mamma Mia. And there was this one theater that was doing it, and I decided last minute, you know what? I'm going to go. And it was like an open call. And I had my equity cards. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I can be seen. And I had just like changed up my song. You know, you know what I'm going to say. Long story short, maybe you don't know what I'm going to say. I had changed up my song last minute and I just did not know the words. Like I thought I knew the words because I practiced it for a total of one day. Uh, And it was pretty good in my bedroom. And then I just got there and I just did not know the words. And they had to start over four times. It was horrible and this was a couple months ago 
so I don't know what made LOL. me think. I thought I'm professional at this point. I'm equity, so like I can I can do these things. Like I can just sure I'll throw this song together. Somebody recommended it. And I just did it. Another time was I auditioned for a version, a, a production of a um, Songs for New World. And they gave me a bunch of songs. And then they gave me King of the World. And I was thinking, like, oh, maybe they just want to change it up. Everyone's doing that nowadays. Um, this was a couple of years ago. And it was in the guy's key. And it was so high. And I did it. I did it. But it was like, And I kept going higher and higher, and I did it. But that reminds me of your story. It must have been very uncomfortable for the people listening because it was so high. But, like, my face must have been red. But, you know, I did it. <laughs> I was prepared with that. I just didn't think to ask questions. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you do it. And then it's funny because, like, you'll go in and you'll have it in your head. You're like, I'm like, you'll plan these auditions for, like, a week. Or sometimes two weeks, if you know, and you're like, I'm going to sing this, like, this is what they're looking for. And then for some reason, be it that you just are feeling free froggy or like there's someone before you and you're like, oh, they just kidded. I have to change my song. But you change your song against your better judgment and it shoots you in the foot. Yes, or like you think exactly you know a song it. and like you don't. <laughs> that was it. I was feeling froggy. I was feeling myself. I was like. I think that this is a good day. I feel great. Da, 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 da. I'm going to challenge myself. No, never do that. Never challenge yourself at the audition. Literally. <laughs> Literally never challenge yourself at no, the audition. No. And, there, and then, like, here's the thing. Because you'll hear someone who will say the opposite of us. And, like, they're the one in the million. Sometimes they, you take a risk and it works out, right? Most of the time it doesn't. We no, you know, I guess I should I should specify. Don't take risks with a new song. Like take risks with the song you really know and you've done this before. But like, yeah, that's that's exactly. But then again, yeah, there are some people who do that and they're fine. I am not one of those people. I am a preparer. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same. So yeah. <laughs> I miss, like, but, I mean, no, I don't really miss auditioning, if I'm being honest, but, <laughs> like, those moments, oh, or the second, oh, my God, I think I told you this story before, but I will say the name of this because this was, like, soul-crushing, but also one of the most hilarious moments of my life. So, this was before, a few years ago, there was this amazing celebration of black excellence and black broadway called shuffle along and it was literally the dream team the dream cast for those of you who don't know my passion and my main dance style is actually tap dance specifically like rhythm tap not like broadway 42nd street tap but more like savion glover who's like one of my idols and uh Ooh, I love gregory hines and maurice hines and like that style is what i'm really 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 passionate about so, but it wasn't even called Shuffle Along at this time. It was called, like, the Cotton Club Lab or whatever. The only thing we knew is that George C. Wolf was attached to it and Savion Glover was attached to it. Mind you, for those of you, fast forward to the production, the cast was literally Billy Porter, Audrey McDonald, Brian Stokes Mitchell, um, Brandon Victor Dixon, Joshua Henry, like, 
Amber Yaman, Adrian Warren, like every huge black person that you can think in the industry was like in this show. So, but we didn't know that at the time. All I knew is that it was George C. Wolf and Savion Glover, which is like two of my dream people to work with. So I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to go. I'm totally going to go. And again, this was an equity audition. So I'm like, I'm probably not going to get seen, but I'm going to go anyway. And I'll wait all day. So I go, I get seen. We walk in the room and Savion was right there. And I was like, oh my God. Like when I tell you I'm obsessed with Savion Glover, like obsessed with a capital O. So I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, she's like, Savion Glover's here. Like I'm trying not to freak out. And so he has his assistant teach us the dance. And I'm like a strong, like literally a strong tap dancer. And that's not me being arrogant. Like that really is my passion, especially that style. So I'm like, oh, I got it. So he teaches us the first two weeks. And I'm like, oh, this is a breeze. And then literally from there, it went downhill and meaning that it was amazing choreography and I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I was like lost to the point that I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So what I'm going to do is just bang my feet on the floor because I literally don't know like this routine at all. And I look around and no one really knew it either. So it I felt better. And I'm smart enough that like if I don't have a routine, if I like give up and realize I'm never going to learn it, then I'll learn like which way are they turning or what counts are they turning on? Like, I might not know the movement, but I know that I'm supposed to be facing the back on count four. So I learned all that and literally just like <laughs> was smiling and banging my feet on the floor. Like no technique was coming out. It was just like bang, bang, bang. And I was turning with the other girls, but like no one knew what was going on. It was like cringeworthy to the point that I like turned my back and started laughing because it was so bad and humiliating. <laughs> Needless to say, did not get a call back. Needless to say, only two people in the entire room got a call back and there were 30 of us. <laughs> oh my god. And this was at the beginning, so they didn't have a cat, so it wasn't like they were looking for us. It was like we all were terrible, so they kept two people. What? So yeah, one of the worst auditions I've ever had, but also one of the most amazing. Oh my god. Actually, you know, you're reminding me. I had a really bad audition for Norwegian Cruise Line that was similar. I mean, they I sang, I went in for a singer and I they kept calling me back for like three days. And the fourth day they were like, Okay, you're gonna dance tomorrow. I'm like, Okay, well, I have a mover, good mover on my resume, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'll 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 be fine. But I get there, it's all dancers, Gabby. It's all dancers. And I was I was Oh Not, no. Yeah. I I, I uh, was, uh, I don't know if I was good or bad. I'm pretty sure I was bad. I didn't know what was going on, but I just smiled. Like, you know, my smile, you know, and I like, you know, I, I made it really big, like <laughs> bigger than I normally have it when I'm nervous. <laughs> Cause when I'm nervous, I smile. It was the whole, that was the whole dance. It was me smiling and doing like, ah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and I did book it. I do not know how and that call was like are you sure <laughs> it was so bad it was so bad <laughs> I love that it cracks me up when like and like they say they just want to see it but it's intimidating and like I'm someone who's danced my whole life so like in my career I started as a dancer but like <clears throat> there's different type of dancers I always say like I'm a mover like a really strong mover depending on the style. So like if it's jazz, if it's hip hop, if it's tap, if it's 
certain types of theater dance, then I will kill that thing. Like, I'm in there like swimwear. But if it's like anything technique based, oh no, it's a wrap. Like, <laughs> it's just not even, I'm not even going to embarrass myself. Like, it's not happening. And so, because I can get, like, you know, they'll teach you the basic combo and I'll like kill that combo. Thank you, show choir. Prepared me for that moment. But like, I'll be clean and I'll be giving face. And then they always are like, can you come back for the advanced dance call? I'm like, no, if I wanted to come as a dancer, I would have come as a dancer. And like, I'm not talking about like a call back and they're just like, oh, we know. No, I mean, they will invite me to the dance call. I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm not a strong dancer. Get me out of here. (laughs) I don't have technique. I've seen you dance and like, I would not think that looking at you dance thinking, I would not think that you think that you don't have technique because you are fierce. You're a fierce dancer. I'm a much better teacher than I am performer when it comes to technique. Like, I can tell you how to do it, but my body just has never moved in certain ways. And, like, I know you got to know your limits, you know? Like, (laughs) I ain't doing no four pirouettes. Like, no. (laughs) Like, this is not for me. As much as I love Hamilton, I could not do what they do. Those are athletes, okay? Those those people dance with a capital D. Well, shoot, capital D-A-N-C-E, for real. Like, oh my gosh. But I've embarrassed myself in many a dance audition, too. (laughs) Now that I think about it, wow, those things are fun, though. Like, I don't beat myself up about them. I'm just like, oh, well. (laughs) It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Good for you. I I guess when it comes to dance, I, like, have, have the lowest expectations of myself. So I guess... Yeah, I can, like, laugh it off. But, like, other things, I have had a history of, like, beating myself up. And I just need to look back now and be like, none of it matters. <laughs> like, what? Why do we beat ourselves up? I've gone through it, too. I, like, have called up my husband and been like, I'm so sorry. I'm such an embarrassment. Are oh. I have. I have. It's, like, a little bit It's a little bit too much looking back now. I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sure he was just like, no, <laughs> you're beautiful. He was more like, Alyssa, what? Get, <laughs> get your ass home right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I think at first he's like, oh, babe. And then, you know, I keep going and he's like, all right. What are you talking about? Get home. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Another thing. So, like, what is one of your favorite memories, like, as a performer? And this can be in any uh, format. So this could be, like, Zoom performing now. This could be on stage. This could be in rehearsal. But, like, what's one of your favorite memories from your life and career as a performer? Ooh, so I have two. I mean, I have more, but, like, two came to me. Um, When I was Pebble in Pips Island... It was, I think, a year ago that, wow, that's that's crazy. My mind is blown. About a year ago, or like last December, um, we would have schools of kids come through into Pips Island, and they would go like room to room. It was like an interactive theater experience, like sleep no more, you know. So then they were in my room. This group came in. We had so many great groups, but this one group, all the kids were just so cute and so sweet and they were like 
really listening to everything that I was saying. And then as they were leaving, they were like, we love your hair. They were tapping me, Miss mm, Pebble, we, we love your hair. Where did you get that? You're beautiful. And they're like, they were like almost touching my face, which like probably shouldn't be done, but I don't care. They were so damn cute. But um, I, there's a lot of memories, but Pips Island just, oh my God. But the, really the first memory that I want to talk about uh, is my funniest memory on stage. I think it was our fourth show of Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And like that show, the Daniel Tiger is a costume. So the person's like inside, you know? Um, and uh, in the opener of the show, the curtains open up and we're like, -na 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 -na. it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Da -da 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 neighbor. And we're all getting introduced. Daniel Tiger goes up and each one of us is coming out into the neighborhood and we're waving at each other and the audience is like, <gasps> and Daniel Tiger falls. Like the girl inside, she fell. I think it was face forward and she is just failing on the floor and it's the opener and the BGVs are on so we can't like stop singing because then they'll know. And we were dying. Her arms were like on the side of her we all had to like come and pick her up and my dad was at that show and it was at the beginning granted but I I talked to him after and I was like oh my god I can't believe Daniel like it was the opener and the freaking she fell and she was on the floor for what felt like 10 minutes my dad didn't even see it I was like dad did you come to my show like I was like you're physically here now but did you not see the opener oh my god Gabby it was I'm like lightly touching on it because we've laughed about this many a time, but it was real traumatizing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it was like hilarious. Like she just fell and she's talking because the BGVs are pre-recorded. She's like, it's a beautiful day. And she's just face forward and her arms are just like failing on the side. And we're like, oh. and it's everyone's in slow motion. We're like picking her up. Oh my God. Yeah. What about you? Um, one of my favorite memories was, I think it's the moment that I realized that how much I actually love teaching because it was, it wasn't a full on teaching gig, but basically I was a part of this, uh, theater company and we toured around and we literally worked with all age groups and I was, um, every year they launched like these new projects and I was part of the cast of this thing called the elders project and what it was is that we went to centers with, um, the senior citizens had like Alzheimer's or dementia, um, and things of that sort. And what we would do is bring in like photographs and they would be random photographs. They wouldn't be from anything monumental, but it would be say like a black and white photo of like a boy and a girl in a sandbox. Uh, and there's like a truck in the background. So what we would do with them is go around the room and have them create the story from it so we'd be like what are we what do we want to name the boy what do we want to name the girl how do they know each other we would create a whole story and then me and my partner or partners would have to act out the scene that they created and we would start to incorporate them in it so literally we'd be like and then we came across tom and then we would like bring him up and they would start like they would participate in the activity some of them would start like singing songs or doing like dances or like something would trigger a memory in them and then they would start remembering things that they hadn't remembered in years. Like some of them had not spoken 
in years or had not been able to, you know, know who, where they were, the people around them. And this project would like spark memories because the things they would be suggesting would be something from their actual lives. And then it would make them like, oh, I remember like my daughter. And then like, it was just so beautiful. <laughs> like that was one of my favorite memories of all time. Cause I lost my grandmother to dementia, which, or not dementia, to Alzheimer's, well, dementia, which is Alzheimer's. Um, and it was just very hard to watch. Cause like right before she passed, she actually came and stayed with us about a year before she passed for like a long period of time. And like, she was so smart. Um, that was always her thing. Like she graduated, I believe from college when she was 18 like she had finished high school early and then went through and graduated when she was 18 and then became a professor um and like her life was education she was always really 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 smart so to be a part of that like with those people and knowing like what they go through and what their families go through it was just like beautiful so yeah (laughs) gabby that's gorgeous my grandma passed away last year of alzheimer's and um, yeah, so I can totally relate. And that's actually why I wanted to go into music therapy right now because music and like the arts, they legitimately spark memories. And I like would witness that even with my grandma, we would like play music for her that uh, she grew up with in Puerto Rico and like little things would spark. She could go through, she would, she would go from like being in fear or like going in one of her I don't know what the word is. It's like a, like a, not a phase, but she would go through like a moment of like fear, like really freaking out. We would like play music and then like it, she would just like change moods. So yeah, there is science behind that. And um, that's beautiful. I didn't know that your grandma also had Alzheimer's. Yeah. It's such a sad, sad, sad. I mean, all, obviously all illnesses and diseases are sad, but it's just like, so cruel that it's like their memories are washed from them you know yeah it's like their, so, their so memories sad. are washed and then like like with my grandma's experience she was in fear like she would wake up or you know at a certain point she was not even really really like here her like eyes were like glossed back you know she was here but not um she was scared like so often it's like everything her her, her english was forgotten and then her even her spanish was forgotten and then she's just like living in fear all the time so it really is so sad yeah it's like it for those of you who don't know like it can uh work in different ways for different people i know like with my grandmother she uh, at the end of her life wasn't able to speak at all so um but she always was just a sweet lady. So she would just sit there smiling. And like sometimes we felt like she was there with us, you know, like she would comment on stuff or comment like uh, physically, not she couldn't verbally communicate. But yeah, it's just like, it's sad. <laughs> like there's no other word other than sad. It's just like a very, you know, sad way to go out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. That's why you're continuing her legacy of being a teacher. But yeah, so I would say that was definitely like, and that was maybe six years ago. I don't even know. Oh no. Oh my God. No, it was not. That was like eight years ago, almost eight years ago. (laughs) That's crazy. Doesn't feel like it. Time flies, but it drags. 
Um, so then last question before we wrap up. So what are you excited for in the future? So like thinking, let's say a year from now and Mm. like, we'll just imagine that COVID is under control and everything else. What are you looking forward to in the arts? Like when we all come back? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I have applied to, to Montclair State University that would start in about a year. So um, I'm looking forward to personally um, completing something within me that I just kind of felt was incomplete. Um, not that degrees are everything and everything. It, this is a personal thing. I just like have always wanted to go to college and get a degree. Um, and then that's going to be in Montclair, New Jersey, which is not too far from like the city. And plus there's theaters everywhere and they even have their own theater in the college. I cannot wait for the art that's about to be made. Um, like the green lights that are about to be given on so many projects that, um, touch on BIPOC stories or, um, I wouldn't even mind if somebody made a version of like 1776 and then they were like modifying it to be more truthful for like how it really was back then because there's a lot of unspoken um ness underneath it i just can't wait for the art that's about to be created i can't wait to move out and like live with my husband um and go to school and like witness my friends flourish because you and me, we have grown so much during this quarantine period. And it's like, I don't know when anything's going to be like moving from here, you know, because we're hitting another wave and stuff. But um, I have seen so many friends just creating some awesome stuff and getting in touch with their inner child and like just doing amazing things. So I just can't wait to be friends and like a part of the movement you know what i mean i always felt like the professionals were like at another level and this kind of really grounds me and um i feel like we're all one truly and like we're all in this pool together and like i just can't wait to be a part of it you know yes 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 like when we're in hamilton and stuff you know right (laughs) casual Oh, man. How about you? What are you looking forward to? You have so much going on. Um, I mean, honestly, I agree with everything you said. I'm just excited for, like, for instance, I was in a class recently, and they basically shared with us, and I can't say what the class was or what the show is, but a show that, like, was had a small run off, off, off Broadway is now being greenlit to Broadway. And it was very exciting because it's a story about a black family and like one that's never been told. And like, it was really exciting because like one of my good friends from college is in that cast. (laughs) So like getting to find out that like he is Broadway debut is happening and he's just so talented and so deserving And just, like, that story deserves to be told. And the writing team and everything makes me just so excited. Um, And just a lot of things, like, that have already been greenlit that they're happening. Like, whenever it comes back. Like, there's so many diverse stories being told. Like, 
stories of more BIPOC communities and like all BIPOC communities, not just one single group of people. Um, it just makes me excited. Um, I'm so excited, like, for the first night, like, when Broadway is back to be in that audience. Ooh. I'm excited to hear, like, fully healthy, well-rested voices, like, and I'm just excited to see the changes they make, like, mm-hmm. and who, I mean, what's, actually, no, I'm not even going to get into that, but yes, I'm excited to see, like, the changes that are already have been made will be made the casts that are coming out the new people that we're going to discover the new stories that we're going to hear the new authors writers musicians like i'm just very excited <laughs> so yeah even if that's i can't be in the, even if i can't be in the audience that day I'm, i might just like go to Times square around the broadway area and just like absorb the energy of people performing yes you know <laughs> man it's going to be so exciting. It really is. We have so, so much to look forward to. We do. Like, cause it will be back. Like it, what, how, if it takes one year, if it takes two years, Yeah. it will be back and it will be stronger than ever. And I'm just so excited and I'm just so excited for more people to get opportunities. And I'm also just curious, like there's a lot of people who have openly spoken out about how, like there's people who have been in the industry for years that have, verbally come out and said that they're changing careers or like you know there have been a lot of people speaking out about the ways things have been done including like eight shows a week and how that needs to change and all these things so I really wonder like I'm just curious to see what's going to happen mm, yeah and I, I think one thing that was really good during this period too was that without those opportunities that are outside those like external opportunities and auditions and all that stuff people have been still creating their own work. And I feel like so many people are going to like, either if their thing is not getting greenlit, greenlit by the structure that we have in place. Like, I just feel that like people are just going to pave their own ways now because we're, we've learned how to like put a whole production on zoom and just invite people on zoom. Like there's so many other options that are not this one lane that we always thought it was about, you know, Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Well, Alyssa, any final thoughts? Any last words? Um, you know, I am happy that we have, we had this conversation. I'm I'm happy that we ended on a positive note because I'm actually I didn't know I had this much um like hope and excitement inside me and I'm excited for Thanksgiving just to spend and dedicate that day with my family, you know? Yes. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, honestly, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I'm excited for a week of family and fun. And food. And I'm excited for the future. Me too. I know, I'm hopeful. Yes, and (laughs) food with a capital F. (laughs) I love that. Right. My favorite four-letter word. Literally same. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. We are Audi (laughs) 5000. Bye. Bye. So thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Brian Podcast. And one thing before we go, 
Alyssa was nominated for a Broadway World Cabaret Award. So I'm going to put the link in the bio. And everyone, please take a second and vote. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday. Stay hopeful, stay musical, and stay on your grind. Bye.